Yep. What's up? What's up? Let's see. Gotta start the timer. Oh. <clears throat> Guess what? I'm gonna be at 2.30 p.m. Today? I'm gonna be at the barbershop. Finally. <laughs> oh. He like opened up this week at his actual store. And I was I called him. I was like, Joe, I need I need a cut. Hold on, hold on. Your, your barber's name is Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe. He said, What's up, Shiloh? I said, Hey, I need a cut. I cut I gave myself a buzz cut. It's not looking that good. But you can make it look crisp. And he was like, Alright, I got you. And so yeah, two thirty. We'll see what happens. Um yeah, gotta gotta make yeah. It's been waiting because it's like been trying to experiment this whole time. But whatever. Um all right. This is Shy Five Podcast episode sixty-three. I forget every time it it is. Okay. Episode sixty-three. Shout out to everybody listening. YouTube. Spotify, Apple. Um, let's see. I got Josh Barnes as the guest in the building. What's up? What's up, man? How are you? Good. Um, did you do anything weird this week? I've been trying to run a mile. Mm. Start that again. So, yeah, that's that's been interesting. What's your fastest mile so far? Or this, <laughs> this week? Nine minutes. <laughs> and it's okay. It's bad. Do you have like those watches that like tell you? Yeah, I um, use my Apple. I use my Apple Watch. It tells me when I run a mile. Okay. Um, but I always feel like bad because I run with my neighbor, and she <laughs> runs at like seven fifty nine. Just like Jesus. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, how? What's your fastest mile ever? Ever. When I was like in my prime, and I was running my <laughs> yeah, in your prime, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was about seven minutes. Seven minutes. Hmm. Okay. Did you ever have like PE classes to where like you had to run a mile in a certain time, or you couldn't go? Yeah, it used to be. So when we first started elementary in middle school, it was like you had to run a mile in under fifteen, and then it became you had to run a mile in under ten. Okay. I think I think mine was like eight minutes or something. I remember like our coach in like elementary would like give us each a time and we had to beat it in order to like because uh he would let the class out half 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 through half halfway through the class and yeah. he would say the only way you can like, experience the last thirty minutes of free time is if you get it under this time. So I was like, I got you. <laughs> Your coach was a bully. <laughs> yeah, he was. No, he was. I was stressed. I did not, not look forward to PE sometimes. The, the, the day that we had uh, the patient test, boy, I was ready. The what? Uh, did your, your like elementary school ever have the pacer test? Pacer? Uh, I think so. You're just like, is it like the end of the semester, like yeah, it's, record it's like, or something? 
it's like it always came on like this anime and it was just like you are now about to begin the pacer test and like <laughs> you'd have to run from like wall to wall but like the pacer test would get faster so like you would touch the wall and you'd be chilling there for like 10 seconds and it'd be like boop and you'd run down to the other side but then it got to the point where like you would touch the wall and be like boop 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 and you'd be exhausted was this in a gym so we did in the cafeteria Cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Okay. Wow. Be if, if you were not like the fastest kid, you'd be out after like two like little laps. But some kids could go to like 20, 30, 40. I, I have no idea what game that you're it's, playing. <laughs> it's just going from wall to wall. It's okay. basically just, it's just a see who can like sprint the fastest. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I. I don't even. Yeah, I had nothing like that, but <laughs> I've never raced in a cafeteria. But I don't know. Uh, let's see. Did you hear about the Joe Rogan podcast? No, I did not. So, um, he signed with Spotify for a hundred million dollars. Wow, that's crazy! It. Because he only used to be on YouTube. Well, he still is until like September 1st. It was only YouTube. I mean, Apple Podcasts. And at first, I was like, why is he suddenly doing this? I was like, why now? I mean, it's 100 million. Honestly, I thought that was kind of low because he's the greatest podcaster ever. And so, and then I was like, And then I read something today that said the reason why he made this sudden change is because he was trying to interview like different types of doctors with the like whole virus situation, but he's had some guests in the past that YouTube would demonetize and take down his videos of like, not even like controversial, just like outside thinking, just like maybe this is why this, you know? And so I was like, okay, he, he, he kind of settled for the hundred million. He's well off. Like he's good. And he says he's like going to war against like these companies like Google, Facebook, YouTube. So I'm like, wow, this is like, this is getting serious. This is getting peak news. Right. And it's, yeah, I'm like very fascinated. And it's the first time where there's like been a money, um, uh, money item, in these pot in these podcast contracts right so it's just going to affect all the other podcasts like my other favorite podcast is like this music podcast called the joe budden podcast that's it was number one on spotify last year and so they were like they signed i think like a 10 20 million dollar contract a couple years ago and they're renewing this year so they're probably like, whoa, it's like 100 million. They could easily get like 70, 50 million or 70 or 50 million or something like that. Yeah. But it's just like Spotify is going all in in the podcast. Yeah. I saw podcasts were like pretty prevalent on Twitter this week because I know a lot of girls, like I don't know if you know heard of this podcast, like they watch the Call Her Daddy podcast. Yeah. Like apparently like they make 500K last year alone, which is a lot for a podcast. Yeah. So like the and to make more and all that stuff so it's just like geez like there's money to be made in the podcast there is it's um yeah the the call of daddy situation is interesting (laughs) 
Um, that I get both sides. Honestly, to me, it sounds like the two the two hosts they weren't really friends. They basically barstool sports just got Force together them. these two girls. Yeah, and was like just say something. And so, in a way, Barstool took a risk because they took two kind of randomish girls, said, you're going to get paid 70000 with, like, a lot of benefits, and they exceeded all those benefits and right. started making 500000 And, you know, that got in their head. They're like, okay, we're big time. And so it's like it's the exact same situation in music where, like, a record label will sign this broke rapper for, like, to the label, it's like super cheap, but to that broke rapper, it's like, oh, like I'm down. Like, but then that broke rapper gets big, and you know, and so it's a risk type of thing. You know, when you're not making money, you're gonna take that million dollars, and it's just the risk that the record label has to do. Yeah, so the Call of Duty situation is just a mess. Um, I mean, I'm kind of on the bar stool side i think one of the girls even like had a relationship with some of the office people in bar stool hmm. so yeah i mean when you start like getting big time when you sign like a low contract a couple of years ago you start hearing a lot of voices in your head so yeah it's uh it's getting big i mean I I kind of thought radio was just going to die. But it just, like, turned into something else. You know? <laughs> it didn't die. It's just, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, reincarnated <laughs> into something different. Right. Yeah, so I was just, like, radio's not going to die. It's just moving somewhere else. So I thought that was a really eye-opening. I was like, hmm, this is a... This is actually like an opportunity type of thing. Right. So I thought that was really cool. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, did you, let's see. I heard that the University of California, their colleges, they're not going to require the SAT or ACT. Did right. you see that? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like now you're doing it? But well, I, because uh, you can't, like, you know, go into a facility and test. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I'll, I've always seen things where it's, like, the SAT is, like, unfair to, like, minorities. It is. And is that because? It's because, so, like, the majority of, like, these standardized tests, like, prevalent, are prevalent in, like, math and science. Mm-hmm. And those are the two areas that most minority kids struggle with not always but like you know the exception the majority like yeah, they're yeah. more in like those areas so it kind of like puts them at a disadvantage to begin <laughs> same thing with like the gmat like all these other exams like standardized testing just really doesn't test your knowledge and it's kind of a, a system to keep minorities out of higher education mm. yeah i've always thought those tests were more natural for like for the natural smart people Yes. And, like, because I've heard stories about 
people being like having C's in school and like um, acing the SAT and getting into like these Ivy League schools or like going to like actual nice schools. Right. And I mean, it's a grades kind of judge your work ethic while like SATs and ACTs just test your like memory. I've right. always kind of thought that. Right. Um, yeah, so yeah, I thought that was kind of different. And I saw something else. I saw that the CDC is they formed guidelines for like the real. Please, please don't talk about that. Oh, Did you see that? <laughs> this gets me. This gets me so heated. Why? These, Why is that getting heated? I read these requirements and. Number one, basically these kids are gonna be going to school in the fall, and they're just gonna be going to school in a prison cell, an eight by twelve classroom prison cell. They're gonna be stuck there all day. They got to yeah. lunch all day. They got to see the same teacher all day. They got to see the same. <laughs> like at that point, like just have school online. If you go make these kids, you know, six feet apart, all their desks, like fine, whatever. But the fact that their teacher has to teach them all day, which means their teacher has to learn multiple subjects and they're not qualified. Mm. One. Two, you want like staggered like delays. Like some of these parents, they still have to work. They can't afford to take their kid, you know, if school starts at like 930 and they shift starts at eight o'clock. Like, or the whole like bus policy of like, you know, uh, one kid per seat, every other seat. Like, these buses be crowded with these kids trying to get to school. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what, what you're going to do? You're going to send multiple buses to a certain zone? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm looking at the rules now. It's just like, they're goofy. It's just kind of just like, <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's laughable. Yeah, one child per seat on the school buses skipping rows. Yes. Man, that's like gonna fill up twenty five percent of those buses. Then, um, no field trips, assemblies, only pre packages, uh, bags of food, no cafeteria yeah. food. Kids eat in classrooms. So, like, isn't there something on there that's like um, you have to put like a, a a barrier between the sinks and the bathroom or something like that? <laughs> uh. I don't see it here, but I mean, I, I get sinks in the bathroom, the sinks and yeah. what the toilets. No, so like you know how like usually like when you go to like a public bathroom, they have like two or three sinks and like you can go oh, right. Okay. So that's where you got to put up a barrier between each sink. Wow. Oh yeah, see, so yeah, physical barriers or screens between sinks and bathrooms. Yeah. Uh, no playgrounds, no cafeterias. These kids gonna be depressed. This man, is not school. This stinks, That's man. Man. We got out of school. Well, I got one more, but like we got out of school. Well, you got one more too. Well, I don't know. We got out of yeah. high school in a good time, you know? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, luckily, like, yeah, I have one more school like to go, but well, it's not like normal college or normal like high school where like yeah, you're able to I, see people a lot, you know. But I think I think graduation should be hopefully should be a uh, a ceremony should be a thing by then. Uh, what do you mean, like uh, like I have like actual ceremony in a crowd instead of like uh, you know like 
what did you think of the debut parade? Um, I thought it was great. Yeah. I was very impressed. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, it was like very DBU, yeah, Dallas Baptist University. They, I was proud. I was like, wow. They're like, you know, instead of like complaining, instead of like pouting, they like adjusted to it, you know? It's like, right. they got on it quick. So, yeah, I was like very impressed. I was like, they had the speakers and, um, yeah, like all those like speakers on graduation, whatever. And so I was like, okay, this is like a good idea. Like, so I was very impressed. Were you impressed? I was. I just thought it was very like thoughtful of them to like at least attempt to do something. Obviously, it was it was like irregular and uh-huh. it wasn't like your normal like standard. But the fact that these kids still got to wear their cap and gown and get to be recognized and some recognition, I think it yeah. was great. On. Yeah, and like Dallas ISD, they just didn't even do anything. They're <laughs> 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 like, you're on your own. They, 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 they say, F them kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, nah, we, we're good. But yeah, CDC but, says wear a mask over the age of two. But we got to say. Man, these, kids, these kids are five or six. They're going to they take the mask off. They, they're, <laughs> they're incompetent of what's going on. They do not care. But do you think by the time you graduate from grad school that you'll be able to have a ceremony? Uh, there, there'll be some type of ceremony. I don't. It won't be like normal. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think it'll be the normal. There'll be just well, especially at Texas Tech, large graduations like that. I don't like. For example, they're actually doing a Texas Tech is doing a graduation this Saturday, a virtual graduation. Mm-hmm. And even uh, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is speaking, and so we'll we'll see what happens with that. But I don't think uh, in May, if I graduate, I don't think it won't be a normal thing. But there'll be maybe in like a parade or some type of like in person situation. Um. Yeah, it's uh it's interesting. <laughs> but um was never mind. Uh no cafeteria is no some uh, there was one rule that was weird. Something about only one way hallways. Yes. <laughs> it's just so goofy. <laughs> I'm just like picturing like some high school or like path like is like running. He passes his class. He's like, oops, wrong class. And he has to go all the way around. All the way around. Yeah. <laughs> He's not going to do that. <laughs> I was like thinking, so like in my high school, I, you know, I went to a six high school, like one of the biggest in the state. Yeah. And our, our like main hallway was called Main Street. And it was like a quarter of a mile from like Damn. one end to the next. And it's a straight shot. So how are we going to walk one way? You go. You don't have to have a rope. You got to have a rope and say, "All right, this y'all y'all go this way, and the rest of y'all go that way." Like, like I highway. Yeah, I struggle when I go into Walmart because they'd be like, "Do not enter." Like you got you got to enter this way. Like as your Walmart, or like your local store started doing that, like one way aisle entrances. Uh, I haven't actually been to many. I haven't actually been to like a grocery store. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't even know. But my dad hasn't mentioned anything about like rules like that. Um, yeah. Like, no, like yeah. out here, out here they're like, all right, this aisle says do not enter this way, and then the one aisle will be like, all right, enter this way, 
<laughs> I just I was so confused. It's like a like a highway. Hmm. Um Yeah, so I thought that rule was weird. Uh so I actually went to Lubbock this past week, like two days, three days. And like it was really eye opening. It was um so whenever we'd stop at gas stations, things there was like no one wearing masks. Nobody wears masks, dude. And I'm just like, and my thing, I get it. It's but also like I get it. You don't want to be like paranoid. You want to fight this. But at the same time, I'm like, we don't know much about this, and it's just a mask. You know, yes. it's not that big of a deal. Yes. It takes three seconds. Put it like. It doesn't require much work. I don't look at someone differently because they're like not wearing, like not even if they're not wearing a mask, whatever. If they're and you know, and a lot of these people were old because you know it's like in the country and like, you know, they're the ones that care the least. They do, yeah. They don't care at all. So, oh, and I made one big mistake. Uh, what do you do? I shook someone's hand. <laughs> uh, I committed too early, and it was just like I'm just gotta do it now. Like unless it's, it's, it would be like extreme awkward, and it was like it was just like my dad and I in this my, in my old grandparents' house, and we had a visitor like fixing up something, and my dad was like, "Oh, this is Shiloh. Uh, this is." It was like a formal introduction, so I just like reacted like oh <laughs> and, and like she just shook my hand and you know she was a country girl person so i don't think she cared at all but i was like uh i washed my hands right after <laughs> and i was just like dang it uh and but that was just my thinking just because like out there in the country they just don't care it's not even like a thing it's like an afterthought for them oh uh, and the only the only people I saw wearing masks were they were uh, very city looking like they had like they weren't dressing country at all. So it's really like a city versus country people type of thing is what I'm kind of looking at with masks. Because um, right. all my like country friends from high school and college, they're like posting on Facebook like, ha ha ha, I feel bad for all you people wearing masks. It's like, dude, it's not like that big of a deal. Yeah, it's like, my, okay, so like, out here, Montgomery County, that's where I like, I live. Yeah. They have not done a single thing since March, like, when this whole thing, like, all transpired. Like, they didn't have any, like, they did a stay-at-home order, I'll give them that. But, like, they don't, they don't require you to wear a mask or, like, anything. They're like, you can choose what you want to do. So, like, the majority of people out here don't wear a mask. But me, everywhere, every time I go out in public, I wear a mask. Like when I went to the store, like I go to like a TJ Maxx, like I don't touch anything. I get my item and I go and I don't wear a mask. Like when I uh, pump gas, I wear a glove and then I like dispose of my glove and I get back in my car. But like, yeah, these people, they just, they just do not care. They'd be like, you can't tell me it's my, it's my my constitution. I'm just like, why are y'all so prideful over this mask? Like I get it. Like if you go to like, a friend's house 
and like you know they haven't been anywhere like you know don't wear a mask like whatever i'm not telling you to wear a mask in somebody else's but like my thing is like in public it's not that hard to wear a mask for like 10 minutes pay for your item yeah go back and take your mask off exactly i'm just it's just a mask it, don't over it's just yeah. weird people are over analyzing they'd be like they take away my right <laughs> to wear mask I was just like, if I have to hear that that argument one more time over a mask. Talking about rights. Like, human rights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, like, that doesn't mean I'm just, like, exiting out all, like, conspiracies. Like, I'm still, like, thinking <laughs> about all that. But it's just a mask. It's just, it's just a mask. <laughs> like, I'm protecting myself and other people. And I know, like, it doesn't, it's not 100%. Like, I know it's not going to cure everything, but it's a step into something we don't know about, you know? Right. I don't know. It's just. It's, it's just, like, frustrating because, like. It's frustrating. I, <laughs> I went into, like, Total Wine just to buy some wine. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to go in here real quick, buy it. And, like, 99% of people in there besides the workers and myself didn't have on no mask. They were just walking around free willy. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as somebody sneezed, I went the other way. I was like, oh, I'm not containing this. Yeah, so, yeah, all that was eye-opening. I mean, there were a couple of gas stations, like, the workers weren't even wearing masks. Um, yeah, so that was, uh, that was different. Um, i trying to think of other mask things. You ain't, uh, going to the, you ain't going to the bar tonight? You're open 25%. No. <laughs> no? No, I'm not. No, people. What I realized is like people are like so addicted to like that lifestyle and stuff. You're like, oh, let's get the crowd ready to go to the bar. Oh, let's hit the beach. I'm just like, like it's not killing me. And maybe it is like it's. I think it's just showing people's like personalities more. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. It's just like. I think I've I've adapted so well because I'm just like a quiet, just reserved dude anyway. So I'm like, oh, I can just be extra quiet, extra reserved for a little bit. It's just kind of kind of interesting. And um, yeah, I'm not going to bars right now, but I understand why bars are open because right. they know people will come. Like it's just, I get it. So, like my thing was like, I thought I was gonna like. I thought I was going to, like, struggle and die, like, the first, like, two weeks of, like, this. And I was just like, it, it ain't that bad. I, I'm adapting. I was like, it, it really ain't that crucial. I was like, I'm the only child anyway. So I'm, I'm used to, like, being by myself. So I was like, yeah, it, it ain't no big deal. And, I mean, with restaurants adapting to, like, the carry-out thing, uh -huh. it's, it's easy. Like, it's not, like, not that difficult to adapt to that type of thing. I mean, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I was like, man, Sonic was made for this. Like, <laughs> I was like, man, <laughs> they were, every time I passed a Sonic, I was like, oh, it's just kind of normal looking now. Um, but yeah, I saw that. Um, I, but yeah, went to Lubbock, packed all my stuff, said bye to my apartment. For um, Yeah, for now. Um, yeah. cause I only signed a one year lease. Right. And so right now I'm just like homeless. <laughs> I'm like crashing my parents, but, uh, 
I just don't know if Tech is going to be face to face in the fall. Right. And you know, with those leases, like you're in that lease, like for a year, like no, I mean you can have like sub leases and stuff, but like that's your contract for a year, yeah. whether you like it or not. And so, and I remember like last August, even like during the first week of school, there were still like available places. So I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not going to entertain that right now. Um, I think colleges are just going to be, are going to give options. Like you can be in face-to-face or in person. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they're really pushing for like, well, Texas Tech sent out an email saying in the, in July and August, they're in that session. They're going to want like the fine arts people, the um, theater, you know, all those in-person classes. Right. I get it. I get it. Well, I'm like, oof, I'm glad I'm not like a theater major, or like a dance major or anything like that. I'm glad I'm on the extremely opposite side of all that. Like right. business is like the last major with like, you know, comp- all the computer stuff right. um, that should be back, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm just thankful for that situation. Um, so, uh, is, oh, did you hear, I don't know if this is true or not, <clears throat> but like Trump was, and like some White House officials were just kind of saying like, if we do have a second wave, we're not going to like shut down. Uh, I've heard like that speculation, but I've always thought that from the beginning, because I was like, why would they reopen it just to shut it back down again, you know? Mm. So, that's be straight up just like, so you I'm die, you die. <laughs> Natural selection. It is interesting. And I say that with like respect and health, like best wishes. But man, like it makes you feel weirdly more alive. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like any day you could go. You know, it's like, <laughs> you ever heard that quote? No, no, no Shiloh's turned into one of those guys. I mean, you get in a vehicle every day, so you have <laughs> the possibility to crash. No, it's just like the quote. I think there's a quote out there. It's like the when you live like you're going to die anytime, you feel more alive. You know, you feel it's more like, free. Yeah, yeah. You you've, it's like whoa. You know, it's it's interesting. It's a it's a weird feeling to have, but I mean, literally the only thing about this situation is like the contagious part of it. That's the only like. Well, part about it. Did you see that the CDC came out and said that this week that um, getting the coronavirus isn't like as easy on like surfaces? Because like you know, like people say like if you touch surface and like you touch your face, they're like, no, like it's not like that easy. Now, so I'm like, man, what is the truth about this? Yeah, virus? I did see that, and I'm just like, fam, where can I just have like a news like <laughs> a credible source? This is just showing like, oh, like. There's no reliable news sources. Right. And that stinks. <laughs> like, that's not a cool. Because yeah, you don't know what to believe. You don't know what's true. You have to be your own filter now. Gosh. And this kind of, like, quickly, like, goes back to the point of the whole Joe Rogan situation. Like, he just wants all opinions out there. He doesn't want to be demonetized. He's just, like, going to just give everybody sources. But, yeah, it's just, like... Yeah, there's nothing to like rely on because 
yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting world right now. It's yeah. kind of it's intriguing, but it's, you know, a tad scary. That's that's all. You know. Um, what else? Oh, I saw another like dude on Facebook. One of these country people, they like posted a whole like I've seen a couple people post that Hitler quote of like when you take away or when you say something enough. When you say a lie enough or something, it becomes truth, and that's the yeah. best way to become a leader. I was like, man, we're bringing up Hitler in this situation. <laughs> I was like, man. Um, All right, can we but, can we please talk, can we please talk about your boy, Paul Pierce? Paul Pierce. <laughs> um, he's just weird. He's, he's mad. He's, he's still salty. He it's just like obviously salty. Um, and he's not even like that great of a player. Like he was no, like, he's, he's not, not even. He's not top fifty, sixty. The only reason he's like in in talks is because he won a ring when he finally got like a help. lot of help. Um, yeah, he's just he's a character. Um, uh. I was like, man, that Celtics team is was a bunch of crazy people. Like, you have Kevin Garnett, he's wilding. Kendrick Perkins, he's just yelling at people. Ray John Rondo's destroying teams. I mean, someone yeah. or like Ray yeah, Allen, Pastor Ray. Who? Oh yeah, Pastor, Pastor Ray Allen. No, like he just has that vibe. Like, I feel oh like watch- yeah. And remember, like when there was saying or when they were all mad at Ray Allen for not being back at the reunion or something. Yeah. I guess Ray Allen was just like, I'm, I'm tired of y'all. <laughs> I guess people <laughs> I get it. I don't blame him. Um, but what do you think about the Paul Pierce quote? Uh, I, I like read it and I was just like, the only, okay. You can say like LeBron is not a top five player. That is your personal opinion. But when you give the argument, that is because his what is his quote quote unquote that he didn't uh you know lead the franchise to like a dynasty or something like that oh, along yeah. those and I was just like man everywhere he goes they get ele- uh, a franchise gets elevated yeah everywhere he goes <laughs> yeah I just read that and I was just like I just scrolled because it's just he does this every year what did he say like. A couple months ago, that was kind of weird. I don't uh, can't think of it, but oh, he said he was better than Dwayne Wade, like with a straight face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Jalen Rose, I think the next day, like brought up all the accomplishments. <laughs> he was just roasting Paul Pierce on TV, and so yeah, Paul Pierce is just, he's just mad because they had that whole Celtics Cavs Heat little rivalry. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't get it, but, um, but yeah, did you have anything else about Paul? It's just like, dude, like, all right, you got the best of LeBron whenever he had no like supporting cast, even though LeBron was still very competitive. Then he left, he wanted to win. He learned how to win in Miami. They beat you the 20, he still hurt over game six in 2012. Then he went to – he started ring chasing. He went to Brooklyn. Still got beat by LeBron. He went to the Clippers. <laughs> that was a disaster. Like, 
dude, like, just give it up. Like, the dude's a better player than you. Like, he's just better than you all around. It's okay. Some some things, somebody's going to be better than you at. Yeah. Like, he wants more recognition than, like, what he deserves. <laughs> or just don't even mention it. Like, just don't even, like, talk about it. Um, yeah, I don't – yeah, he's not. Uh, I remember that one game where Draymond was like, "You don't, you don't get a parade, Paul. Like, <laughs> you know, Kobe. You thought, you thought she was Kobe." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he puts himself way up there than he needs to be. And yeah, it's and we all know that he's a he was a good player, but he wasn't like an all time top fifty player ever. Like, no, not at all. Um. But yeah, this is it's weird. But I don't really know. Uh, what else do you got from the NBA? Um, I'm tired of hearing about. Oh, not even NBA, just sports wise. I'm tired yeah. of hearing about Dak Prescott's contract. Like the whole rumor this week that he wants forty five million dollars in his last year of his contract. I saw that. And like apparently, I thought, like, I thought there was like five year, hundred seventy five million dollar <laughs> contract confirmed, but. But what else? Apparently, like, it was a rumor. Like, I don't know what – again, like, the media is very bored right now. Yeah. And it's just wild. Yeah, and they came out today saying, like, that contract report was never a thing. So, <laughs> I was like, well, that's – that's that. Um, somebody ring the doorbell? Uh, no, I just got to move my car. <laughs> oh. oh, Okay. Um, I'm taking you with me. All right. Um, I, I ha- you don't have to comment, but I saw something where what was it? Well, I was thinking. I was like, Shaq is Shaq is almost like two players away from like becoming the greatest player of all time. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hold He's a he was a co- he's a couple steps away, a couple slip ups from being the goat. And this, you know, LeBron maybe shouldn't have it had existed. Um, okay, for the audience, Josh is moving his car. Um, but yeah, I was thinking, okay, Jack was close and winning the if he'd have won the finals in '95. And maybe if Kobe, if he had stayed with Kobe, we could be looking at Shaq a whole lot different. Let's say they win in 04, win in 95. If Shaq and Kobe stayed together, they would probably got three more rings. So that's six. Shaq could have had six. And, yeah. Let's see, Shaq's having a And he would have the whole I beat MJ. Here's, yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, I need your thoughts on this. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, Shaq could have easily been greatest player of all time. I mean, can you hear me? If, huh? I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Got live, live technical difficulties. But we're still rolling. Are we an hour or two yet? 
Okay, here, here we go. I'm back now. Sorry, my my think of uh, hold on. Basically, repeat your whole your whole Shaq. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, Shaq is my fifth best player of all time. ESPN put him tenth. But I was like, if he could easily be in the top three, consistent, consistent, whatever. Maybe even one if Shaq would have won in '95. Okay. They would have had a maybe. Well, let's see. Um, Shaq won in '95. They almost beat the Bulls that next year, right? Who? Shaq and the Magic. Oh yeah, they won six games in the Eastern Conference Finals. So let's say if Shaq and the Magic win that series in '95, they would have had a lot of confidence. They shouldn't, you know. Remember, like the game one situation where that guy missed four straight free throws. Oh yeah, Dennis Scott. Yeah, that one. Nick Anderson, actually, I think. Nick Nick Anderson. Whatever. If they had won that series, that was a winnable series. They'd have had a lot more confidence going into next year. Could have. They took the MJ to six. They probably could have won. That would have been two straight finals, maybe even championships. Shaq would have probably left anyway, paired with Kobe. If they didn't fight at all, they would have probably won two or three more championships. Mm-hmm. So it could, it could have been a wide range of Shaq winning five to eight championships. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I, think, I think if Shaq's worth ethic – one, like he wouldn't have been like, you know, overweight and like lazy coming into camp. Mm-hmm. If he would have made if I saw like if he would have made like at least like half of his free throws, he would have been the all time leading scorer. Um mm-hmm. and I do agree. If Kobe, him and Kobe stayed together, I think they're gonna win seven or eight championships. I don't know how you stop that team. Mm-hmm. Um right. Oh I Oh my gosh, like that's the definition of like you know Shaq going in of his prime, Kobe going up. Right. They were they were basically just switched roles a little bit. Right. Oh, man. Right. I wish they wouldn't have broke up after '04. I wish they would have came and like talked and not been like prideful about it. But I mean, Shaq went on to win another championship. Kobe won too, so they both have successful careers. But I do I do think I'm like man, like who would have stopped that team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just thinking I was like, if Shaq had. I don't know, some a little bit more sense, a little bit more work ethic. Right. He could have been a great, like greater of all time. I respect I respect like Bill Russell and Wilt, but like they were like ahead of their time. Like they were just like one of those freakishly tall dudes playing against six foot two pastors. Exactly. And do you think Shaq would be great? Now, I mean, he would have to. <laughs> well, because like the NBA, the NBA is smaller, so he would just dominate. Hmm. But he would have to. He would have to stay in shape because he so, would not be able to... Magic Shack. Oh boy, if it was Matt, it's dominated. Is is over? But I would think like Lakers Shack, since he would have been overweight and awesome, he would have been able to make it up the floor about four or five times, and then he'd be ready to go to the bench. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, that early 2000s was very, like, post, like, post-presence. Right. No threes. It was very, like, down <laughs> down the paint. Um, but, yeah, Magic Shack, I always, like, 
I always thought Shaq was just like that fat Laker guy. But Magic Dude was just like in shape, running yeah. everywhere. Man. But I do think the one of the reasons why he was so dominant with the Lakers is because of his fat thickness. Yeah. yeah. In a weird way, it worked. <laughs> and so well, like you know, like there's like a saying like you know, he had enough like sand dispense. Like he was just like he had just had a gigantic like frames. So, like it's hard to move that. Yeah. Um yeah, so uh, yeah, any any I am tired of hearing Kobe Bryant should be two or one. That's <laughs> yeah. just like let's just be happy to crack the top ten because some people don't have me in his top in their top ten. It, I see that tweet every now and then from like a player. Like, oh, if Kobe's not in your top five, you shouldn't talk NBA. I was like, it's it's not that serious, and he's not. It's just. Like, people get mad at me, but, like, I'm taking Tim Duncan before I take Kobe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't – it's, like, people get caught up in, like, the iconicness mm-hmm. more than the actual, like, player basketball, style. Basketball resume, yeah. Yeah. Like, Kobe was definitely the most iconic player of the 2000s. Mm-hmm. But doesn't mean anything about his like play and stuff. Like you can say you can say this is the most iconic and this was the actual the best player. You know, I saw so, someone disrespectful yesterday on Twitter. It was like, "Who y'all taking all the time?" Ar D Wade. I was like, "I love D Wade, but that's disrespectful. You gonna put AI over him?" AI. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he's he's one of those like, was he really good or was he just iconic? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird situation. Um, but yeah, AI's impact was definitely a thing. Uh, any other NBA disrespect? Uh, no, but apparently, like on June first, we're supposed to receive some kind of announcement about like the update on the NBA season and resuming. Because mm-hmm. like apparently, LeBron's been working out with like two or three teammates at a time, like privately. Yeah. But I also read that <clears throat> if the season resumed, of course, of course, it came from Jared Dudley. <laughs> but uh, he was like, "Yeah, all the Lakers players like we're gonna be like you know free willy nilly, but like AD and LeBron are gonna have to stay inside and like not go anywhere because like we have championship aspirations and we can't like lose them. Can't have one of those two go down." Yeah, <laughs> it's just the thought of like them taking like some sort of test before a game. Mm-hmm. One of them catching it. Then what's gonna happen? Like it's like, are they still gonna play the game? Oh yeah, it's just a lot of. Uh, I mean, they could pull it off. They just better hope like none of them catch like the virus. Um, yeah, they're gonna have to like kind of be in their separate areas. Uh, are they still gonna try to be in Orlando? Yeah, the thing about Orlando or Vegas. Hmm. Orlando or Vegas? Nope. <laughs> I don't know what the players want. Well, it's not going to be open anyway. Vegas. <laughs> well, it actually will, but I don't know what Dennis Rodman wants. And uh, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> that, that man in between a finals game flies and goes to his WWE. I like it. <laughs> I get it. But that would not fly in this era. Man, that was a uh, – 
Dennis Rodman was born in the right era. But, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's going to be a tricky situation for the NBA. I don't I don't know. Um, oh, by the way, rest in peace, Jerry Sloan. Oh, yeah. Did you so. see that he died? I was like, wow. Kind of interesting. Jazz, Bulls. Um, but what else? What, what else in the sports world? Oh, how – let's see. What were your thoughts on the – NFL situation, the third round draft pick, if they Man. hired a black coach or something or minority. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> like, what Roger. is this? <laughs> I'm done with Roger Goodell, man. Just get out or something? <laughs> yeah. Literally. Like, the fact that you have to give an incentive to hire somebody who's a minority, that's a problem within itself. Like, it speaks that you have an issue. You have a diversity issue within, like, your culture. Yeah. And it's just like, to me, I'm like, if you're already not, like, trying to give somebody a fair chance or a fair shot, what makes you think just because, like, I'm going to give you, like, a little third-round pick that you're going <laughs> to And how would that work? Would there be, like, bonus third-round draft picks? You know what I mean? Like – I, I don't even know. I, I don't know what he's doing. someone else's third-round draft pick? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's so much wrong with this. <laughs> uh, but this is basically just like a more intense Rooney rule, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think the Rooney rule really worked. Um, it only worked really like, I mean, Mike Tomlin. Like that. Like that's Mike, it. That's, that's it. Would you like? What's your opinion on the Rooney Rule? Because it was such like a baby step. I think it was like such a baby step that it was okay. You know. Yeah. I understand why it was in place, and like, you know, like there's affirmative action on this, but like. It's the fact that you have to put a rule into place in order for a minority head coach to get an opportunity. Yeah. Because there's only been two black coaches to win a Super Bowl off the top of my head right now, Tony Dungy and Mike Tomlin. And then I think there's only been three black quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl, Russell Wilson, Doug Williams, and Pat Mahomes. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it's just the fact that, like, like, prime example, the, the Chiefs offensive uh, coordinator, Eric Bahini, or however you pronounce his last name. Yeah. He's like, how has he not have a head coaching job? Like, how is he not qualified? But Josh McDaniels is brought up every offseason. <laughs> yes. Every offseason, <laughs> Josh McDaniels' name. But we don't hear Eric Bahini's name. Oh, well, that's so true. That's so true. <laughs> like, I'm confused. <laughs> Josh McDaniels is brought up every time for every no reason. Off- him and and Lincoln Riley every offseason is the same two names. Oh, that's actually, that's funny. Um, yeah, it it only felt the Rooney Rule always was weird. Whenever like, for example, the Cowboys situation of hiring Mike McCarthy. Yeah, they hired him, or they like were sold on him. They was like, okay, we're gonna do that. But they're like, oh dang, we gotta get a black coach to interview. You know, it was like. Ugh, like, it's cringy. 
they interviewed Marvin Lewis for that yeah. role. We knew we how were. How did that even Marvin like? Happen? We knew we were. We knew we were, hiring, we knew we were hiring Marvin Lewis. We set him up. He's a decoy. What goes into thinking? What did they even talk about in that meeting? Like, they probably just like we're just catching up and stuff. You know, it's like, and why would Marvin Lewis agree to that? That was just weird. I don't know. It's yeah, that's the only time where like the Rooney Rule is kind of cringy because it's like forced in a way. I don't. Yeah, I think I saw like before like the start of last season, there was like eight minority head coaches and now i think there's three or something like that like around there like it's like significantly like different because like off the top of my head i can think of like miami's head coach is black the chargers head coach is black and the steelers head coach is black oh there's four and ron uh ron revere of washington that's four off the top of my head hmm. um yeah so i mean i think the running rule was cool just for like a since it gave like an option it forced you to have an option i think but this new thing is like it gives you a reward <laughs> for like yeah doing not being that. racist not being racist quote unquote yeah it's uh and you know with my thing i'm just like the nfl is racist we but like they just know it they know their role like it's like <laughs> they're gonna be racist who cares because they know they the nfl is such a huge thing yeah, I don't know. It's it's but, uh, but it's hard for me to like accept that because it's like, all right, I agree. That the NFL is racist, and like they know their own. They accept they're like we're blatantly racist. But <clears throat> it's like, how could you be racist when your league is seventy to eighty percent black, anyways? <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> hmm. Maybe it's because aren't maybe the head coach hiring is mainly owner based. Yeah, of course. Like it's, mm. it's called like the whole like gray boy system, you know, like this like, you know, white management, white coach, like keep it that way. Like And most of the owners are kinda old. Yeah, they're old white men. They're old <laughs> which I would say is a little bit more opposite than the NBA. Like the NBA is a lot more youngish. Yeah, especially like the general like managers like anything like Elton Brand and just like I feel like all the like the GMs for the most part like in the like you know forties fifties it's like relatively like younger. Yeah, I think with the NBA also just being like ninety eight percent minorities, it's more just like yeah. <laughs> more obvious. Right. NFL, there's still like it's pretty like, I mean, I would say it's seventy percent minority. Right. So there's still like a pretty good chunk of like 30% uh, white. And so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Oh yeah. I would just say like NFL is just more uh, business oriented while the NBA is just more like socially oriented, you know? How would you like adapt the ring or like, what would you do to like, would you just like let the Rooney rule go? Like, how would you? Let the what? Rooney rule? Yeah. Like, would you let it go? Like, how would you, how would you adapt that or change that if you could? I mean, I think it's like, a cool step only just because it's it it, uh it just forces you to have the option it doesn't like hurt your team it doesn't like give a reward it's just at least just doing it Mm -hmm. so 
Yeah. Uh, basically, take away the third round draft pick situation and go <laughs> back to that. It's just like we don't we don't need to push that more. It's yeah. It's um. It's either a rooting rule or just wait till like we have younger owners in the NFL. Yeah, I mean. But that could be a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hmm. But let's see. So but I feel like you have to like be careful. Like, and say like, wait till like we have like younger owners because like you know like most of these ownership is just going to turn into family base. So like, you know, when Jerry dies, Steven's going to take over and like, you know, so it's going to be a replica of like another old white man, <laughs> like, you know. Well, I think Steven's a lot more normal, like contemporary based. I think he would be a better owner than Jerry in the sense of like, he won't make it all about him. Yeah. Like Jerry does. Oh, for sure. Um, but uh, what about the um, – was it the Houston Texans owner? Isn't he, like, extremely racist? Like, he got caught yeah. – he, he was the one that was saying, like, when Colin Kaepernick was present, he's like, we can't let the inmates run the prison. Is he still there? Yeah, he's still there. You see? That's <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the problem, I think. Yeah. Huh. And isn't he, like, 90 or something? Yes, like the, whole, like, the whole McNair family is like, you know, the McNair family owns the Texans. Like, they're awful. So when he dies, who is it like his son or something going to be I'm the sure, – I'm sure it's going to get passed down. Yeah, because – yeah, because we haven't really experienced generational football. You know, it's like basically – NFL has been only one generation, really. So as we, like we go on, we're going to see like second-generation owners – Right, like you know, the Steelers have the Rooney family. Um, yeah. the, the Cowboys have the Jones family. The Texans have the McNair family. Like, mm. you know, the Patriots have the Crafts. Like, you know, it's just it's like family based. Like, they keep within their family. Mm. Yeah, I, it's I don't know. It's it's just gonna be hard. So <laughs> it's gonna be hard to break the system. It will have to be. Go ahead. Speaking of the NFL, what did you make of uh, LeBron getting offered a contract in 2011 by the Cowboys? Did you see that? Um, I mean, I'm not surprised, but that's funny. Um, Do you think you'd make a good tight end? Yeah, of course. Everyone would be, like, scared of him for some reason. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Um Oh, it was because of the lockout situation. Yeah. That's why. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been really funny. Just just one game. Do you know how much the contract was? No, I don't remember. But, like, I'm like, man, like, I would have been scared. Like, he would have, like, a Gronk situation. Like, he would have beat up, like, below the belt. Like, his knees and, like, all that stuff would have been taken out. Because, you know, they're not hitting him high. They're going to hit him low. Yeah, he would have definitely not – been healthy made the right decision yeah because like two nfl games is like not worth your nba career like (laughs) so um hmm. yeah cowboys tried they shot their shot you know i get it like i like it um hmm. uh or going back to the rooney stuff situation real quick 
it would the only reason to or the only way to break the NFL like that, it would have to be like a black owner, a minority owner. Like yeah, I've heard if you can't it's like, you know, if you can't get something, get it the hard way. You know, it's like make it Take happen. It. I mean, I bring up people like P. Diddy, Jay Z. Yeah. Especially Jay Z. Well, they're talking about buying a team. Like, I thought they were talking about, like, possibly being interested in, like, the Panthers or, like, something like that, like, one day. or Yeah. Like, do it. I mean, <laughs> like, that's – even if y'all have to, like, join up if, to, like, give an absurd money amount. Partnership, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way. Uh, but, yeah, back to the – but, yeah, LeBron made the right decision to not play for the Cowboys because – He'd have been what? It'd have been Jason Witten and LeBron. LeBron <laughs> side by side or other each side each side. That'd have been a deadly tight end combo. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely be on that Super Bowl battle. <laughs> yeah, Romo would have been living. But you would have had Dez, mm-hmm. Witten, and LeBron. It's over. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason like those two sport athletes do baseball because it's, you know, it's, if you hurt yourself, it's going to be yourself. Like mm-hmm. it's going to be your fault in a way. I mean, majority of the time. Uh, so what are they doing in baseball? What are they, the MLB <laughs> report? <laughs> you, you don't care. <laughs> I don't care. But like, no, I actually kind of do care. I've actually kind of, of all seasons, I was actually looking forward to the season because of the whole Houston Astros goofiness. Because I remember, like, in preseason, they were, like, people were bringing trash cans. I thought, like, it was going to be an entertaining season for the Astros. All right. I know they're glad it's not really going to happen, but but what's going to happen, like, season-wise? So, I mean, I'm excited just for baseball because, like, I saw, like, the Rangers getting a new park and I wanted to visit it. Oh, yeah. But anyways, they're talking about they're probably going to start around 4th of July weekend. Mm. And they're going to have, like, a regular 82-game season, however, like, they're going to have, like, the the AL East play the NL East. So, like, basically you're going to play, like, your region area, so you don't have to go far. Okay. So, they're going to have, like, like, the Yankees travel all the way across out west to L.A. or something. Hmm. So, it's going to be very, like, territorial. Mm-hmm. And you said, like, the 82 games thing is? They, they were proposed 82 games, yeah. Oh, that would be so great. I might, I might be a little interested then. Cutting half the games? Oh, my gosh. Make it – oh, make it into a 60-game season? Oof. It's going to be playoff baseball every night. Yeah. Hmm. This might actually, like, counter work. Like, people are actually, like, interested in it. Um, I did see something where, like, if it does come back, baseball, it won't look the same. Like, the style of play. Because I saw something where, like, the second – the second baseman will have to be far back from the second base when someone's on there, like when an offensive player is on there. Like they'll have to like distance themselves some way. Oh, no, like, okay. They gonna make them wear a mask. Oh, the second baseman wear a mask. I mean, they probably are gonna wear a mask, right? Honestly, I have I have no, but I saw that like the the NL like the National League. They're gonna just gonna adopt the universal designated hitter for the whole season. 
Mm. Yeah, because they don't want to like tax the pitchers. Okay, I like it. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna like force it to change a little bit. <coughs> um, hmm. Did you see something about Aaron Judge's girlfriend? No. <laughs> I saw something on Twitter. I thought you would know about it, but I, I didn't well, care enough to look at it. Yeah, I don't care about Aaron Judge. <laughs> um, what else? What else in baseball? Now I want to be nosy. I'm a little. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it was something. Uh, well, well, I don't even know. I, I just saw Brady Dunn see it. He's my Yankee uh, source on you on Twitter. <laughs> um, but yeah, the territorial part would be interesting. It'd be like a, like kind of what Lord of the Rings Middle Ages style. Like, oh, this is our northeast territory. Oh, she, she got arrested for a DUI. Oh. For video oh. service. Yeah, video she told service. Uh, that she was Aaron Judge's girlfriend. Yeah. And the policeman didn't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it depends. Where were they at? See, that's the thing. If they were in New York, I think they she would have got away with that a little bit, but. No, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. No, Yankees love Aaron Judge. I don't. I don't care. I don't care if you're Aaron Judge. If you are drinking and driving, I don't care who your boyfriend is. What if you caught Savannah James robbing a store? And you're the only witness. <laughs> Savannah is going to jail. Hopefully, I get to meet LeBron when he comes down and goes and get out. That's, it's, a, it's a win-win for me. You would call 911 on Savannah? Mm. Is she breaking into my stuff? <laughs> I'd be like, first of all, I know LeBron got stacked. <laughs> what the heck are you stealing? It's like, I got a lot of questions for Savannah. <laughs> yeah. Like, LeBron about to divorce you? You getting desperate? <laughs> I got, I need answers. Uh, man, I wouldn't. I'd be like, you go, Savannah. Do your thing. And then um, that's exactly when you know either be like, give me a police badge, you've been relieved of your duties. <laughs> man. Then be like, let me see your body cam. And you'll be like, nah, nah. No body cam. Uh, and I'm bummed they uh closed down Lizard Lounge in Dallas. Good. Nothing needed to die. <laughs> I mean I haven't should, been in a while, but that thing should have been gone a long time ago. It should have. It was just it's, uh, yeah, that's where I round my 19, 20-year-old self. Um, yeah, like the only like real 18-plus club bar in, in uh, Dallas, but no problem anymore. Um, yeah, it was always ghetto-looking. You should have the green room tonight, bro. <laughs> no. Not the green room, the candy shop, for sure. Not the candy shop. Hey, no, uh, no. The candy shop don't be bumped into that. That's where the coronavirus got started, to be honest. <laughs> the, green, the green room going to be jumping tonight, literally. Uh, uh, are, are Houston bars opening? Yes, today. Hmm. I think it's mainly because of Memorial Day weekend. You know, people like to go out. Memorial Day weekend. Um, let's see. Um, I, I was listening to something, 
And I was like, I've heard this before from someone. Uh, so I'll have to like expose you a little bit. Um, oh, someone God. said, well, it's not even that bad. It's this radio radio guy was like, yeah, I shower. When I shower, I wash, I do the shampoo and things like twice. Right. And you do that too, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I, the radio guy was saying that and like everybody else was like, why? And I was like, ah, oh, Josh does the same thing. <laughs> and then I was like, so last night I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try this out. I'll see what the hype is about. <laughs> and so I did it. And uh, after the first time, I watched everything. I was like, all right, got to do it again. I was like, this is a weird feeling. And when I got out of the shower, I just felt soapy. I felt like this, I felt like a soap bar itself. Cause I was just like clean. I don't know. I think it's more of a mentality thing. I think too, just like, I don't know. What's your reasoning behind that? I actually do mine. I rinse and repeat three times, three times. Yes. Wow. So- my thing is just like, all right, when you initially, like, it depends on what you've been doing. Like, if I've been, like, doing physical activity. I do four? It just depends on what I'm doing. Ow. Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. So, Go ahead. So, if I've been, like, doing physical activity, I'm, like, hardcore sweaty in, like, you know, Texas summers. I'm just like, all right, three or four times. If I haven't, like, done much today, I'll do it, like, twice. But, like, for me, I think it's just, like, I like to be thorough. So, you know, some people go in there. I'm not going to expose the name, but, you know, we, we lived with a guy that, <laughs> that took very uh, quick showers. Okay. And it was, it was just like, like, nah, bro, you ain't, you ain't washing behind, you ain't hitting, you ain't hitting no spots. Like, you just, like, in there, like, the water barely hit your skin. That's facts. <laughs> you got to let, let the water hit your skin, like, you know, like, get everything, like, wet, and then, you know, put it on there. And the first time, you know, you could, like, miss a spot. So the second time, I'm just like, all right, I got everything. Mm-hmm. but like for me like what i've noticed is like i sweat really easily i have overactive sweat glands so like i just want to make sure that i'm not stinky because i know i'm gonna sweat mm. okay and that's why i also like have cologne like it's just like reassurance for me for, for like my mentality to know that like i'm not stinky mm. okay so you you felt too soapy you felt- <laughs> i just felt too clean you felt what? What is too clean? <laughs> well, it was okay. I have to do it again. Let's see. Got experiment. You gotta try it three times next time. Three times. All right, all right. So for the next three days that you shower, you gotta go two times again. Then the next day you gotta go three times. Then the following yeah. day after that, you gotta go four times. Or what's the most you've done? Rinse and repeat. Oh, the, I thought you were gonna ask like, what's the most amount of showers I've taken a day without? Oh, uh, six. Yes. Oh, showers or rinse and repeat? Showers in a day. Showers. Oh, so. but six rinse. showers. Take me to the six shower day. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> do you run like six marathons? <laughs> I, I, mean, I used to be stupid. I used to shower if I used to go hoop. And okay. so, cause just, I guess with like mentality thing, like, you know, I'm fresh, play fresh, get a couple buckets, you know, whatever. Okay. But, so I would shower before I went to the gym. Then I'd work out, do my basketball routine. I'd come home and shower. Then I ended up going to like do something else like physical. 
And so like, that's three right there. And then okay. I came back to shower, that's four. And then right before dinner, I showered, that's five. And then right before bed, I showered, so that was six. So you showered twice in between playing basketball and dinner? Yes. Ah, okay. But the, the, to answer your question, your initial question, the most amount of times I've rinsed and repeated, probably about five times. Five times. Wow. That's uh, – I'll take an hour. You know, I've, cut my, I've cut my shower time down <laughs> a, a lot. Now I'm only in the shower about maybe eight minutes. Eight minutes? Wow. Huh. That's pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, I still, like, you know, take my sweet time to get ready, but I'm not actually in the shower like I was. Yeah, I got I to gotta chill in the shower. So, like, doing it twice, it took me – I think it took, like, a 20-minute shower. Because I had to, like – yeah, I don't know. This is, like, a lot to process, too. I don't know. But, yeah, I thought that was uh, – yeah, What do you mean it's a lot to process? <laughs> I gotta focus. I gotta be like, all right, because I shower, I shampoo, body wash, beard. I so shampoo my beard, you know, and then face wash. So that's four things. Wait, you don't face wash outside of the shower? Mm, no. Okay. Well, I face no, I face wash because I shower once a day, morning and night, and I shower either morning or night. Right. So whenever I shower, it's like okay. I'll wash my face at the same time. At night, I will actually just wash my face in the sink. But are you are you using the same? Um, I guess like the same thing to wash your face while you're in the shower compared to when you're not in the shower. Yeah, I'm, I have the same thing. Product. Okay. Yeah. You never done that? No, I usually just like wash my face like separately when I'm out of the shower. Hmm. Well, I just see as like water's already gonna be on my face. So <laughs> it's just like, all right, well. It's it reminds me there's some people I know that hmm they brush their teeth in the well, shower. Yeah, that's nasty. I've I'm never sorry. gotten that. <laughs> just, like, I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to, you know, be like up here like brushing my teeth and then like spit right at my feet. Like that's bad. <laughs> yeah. That's a pause. I've never gotten that phenomenon. I've never wanted to try it. Because it takes us, it's going to take the same amount of time. It's literally like just outside or inside. It's, yeah, I've always thought of that kind of, kind of a little weird, but. Because David Collins does that. That's only, the only reason I know. So. Nah, David, David, next time he's on the podcast, we need to have a talk. He was, uh, he was the first one that I. Knew that did that. I was like, okay, huh? Yeah. So yeah, that was new. What's your opinion on two and one body wash or whatever? Oh, two and one three, shampoo, whatever it three, is. I've never three, done three, it, but the three and one, like Johnny's dad, rest your hair. Three and one. Remember, he had the swab, the shampoo, conditioner, and body wash, three all in one. Yes. So I think that's. That's bogus. You need separate products. Hmm. Do you have a three-in-one right now? Are you still using that? No, no, I don't. No, I've never even done that before. But I've never done the science, but I've always kind of just trusted people. Like, you have separate for shampoo, separate for body wash. 
there has been some times where I would run out of body wash. And I'm already, I'm already in the shower. <laughs> you steal mine. And what? You would steal mine. What do you mean? Like, was there ever, like, a point where, like, you were out of body wash and, like, mine was right there since we lived together? Oh, no, 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 no. I never did that. No, 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 no. I did not do that. I would, when I would run out of body wash, I mean, I'm talking about, like, back here. Okay. Run out of body wash, and I'm like, hmm, well, might as well use shampoo as body wash for now. I mean, I've done that a couple of times. It's not that bad. It's, like, it's not that bad. It, it's really not. You're still no. clean at the end of the day. No. You're still you're throwing, you're, you're throwing off your pH balance. You're doing, you're, doing all <laughs> types, you're doing all types of things. Why don't you just use a bar of soap? I don't use bar of soap. You don't have like a – Because I use a loofah, whatever it's called. You can still put you can still put soap on a loofah. Well, I don't have soap. I don't have like soap bars. You don't have a soap – you don't have like no. a backup soap bar? A backup <laughs> 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 No, um, I don't have a soap bar in general because uh, there's no reason because I usually have shampoo and body wash. Right. So why would I have a soap bar? One, in case like you're running out of body wash. Well, that's and a two, rare situation. And, and two, it's just like it's just like a backup. Like some people, like mainly older people, I know like they don't use like, you know, like the hand sanitizer, like the hand wash soap. So like they prefer like a bar of soap. Well, that's old school. It's old school. Um, what what else was I gonna ask? I was gonna uh, shower. Hmm. So is there there is a clear difference? Let's see. Of like shampoo and body wash. Yes. Shampoo on your hair. Yes. Body wash. Okay. Hmm. You can't feel like the texture whenever like you run out of body wash and you use shampoo on your like your actual body. You can't feel like the texture difference. I don't know. I've never like noticed. <laughs> hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't. Hmm. I always always remember my dad always says like he takes a shower at night because. He, I mean, he could not, like, he could just be having a chill day, but he has to take a shower at night because he'll feel dirty. Going to bed. bed. And I've never felt that. I've never, like, been in bed, like, oh, I feel dirty. Like, especially, <laughs> like, after, a, like, not after, like, a basketball game or, like, at something sweaty I did, but, like, I could totally take a shower in the morning, not, like, really chill, do something, watch a movie, and then go straight to bed. And I would not feel like anything. I think for me, I already like, I change my sheets once a week. And like, for me, I have to like get into the bed knowing that like I'm clean. So I have to take a shower before I get in the bed. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I've never felt that. How often do you change your sheets? <laughs> what? <laughs> How often do you change your sheets? Because you're, um, staring, you're staring back at them right now. <laughs> um. When's okay? Two questions. How often do you change your sheets? And when's the last time you changed your sheets? Well, when I was in Lubbock, my mom washed my sheets. I think. Okay. Yeah, she definitely did. Um. Let's see. 
Oh, you about to I don't start. even think about this. It's not like it's definitely not once a week. That's that's a you thing. Huh. Hmm. I'll try to answer this question. <laughs> just, <laughs> no, just go ahead and say never. <laughs> it's not never. Okay, I've done never. My parents have forced me. But, I mean, there's been times like three to four months. Dog. <laughs> Dog. Yes. You can't go a quarter of the of the year and not change your funky sheets. Yes, you can. No. I have a reasoning, though. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you know, because, like, okay, it's like, this, I'm saying, okay, I'm my parents' bedroom. I'm the only one going to be sleeping in this room, in this okay. bed right now. Okay. So, I'm not trying to, like, impress anyone. It's, it's not, my bed. It's not about that. I, I think, like, that's, That's the only thing where I would think of something else. Like, yes, I would wash sheets if I had a like, girl and stuff. But, like, yeah, I'm by myself. I'm chilling. There's no reason to wash. So, like, that's my thinking. <laughs> here's, here's where you're wrong. <laughs> okay, all right. Tell me why I'm wrong. Number, number, number one. All right. You, you sweat in your sleep. That's inevitable. Mm-hmm. You lay in your bed, even when you're not sleeping, you know, like cats would like watch Netflix, yada, yada. You know, like you're sleeping, you have clothes, like you've been outside, you come back, you want to take like a little nap, like there's germs like all over the, like the sheets and all that stuff. I just think you should at least change like at least once a month. <laughs> at least once a month? At least. Hmm. You watch pillow sheets too? No, you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, how how often did you change your sheets when you were at Loving? Now we've really been exposed. <laughs> like two to three months. No, no <laughs> I did. No, I did twice in a semester. I washed them two times last semester. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it's nothing uh crazy. Whatever. Cause like, I don't wake up. I don't go to bed like, oh, I can feel the sweat. You know. <laughs> so, hmm. okay. You don't work. You don't work alone, do you? Every now and then. Special occasions. Yeah. Okay. Not like dosages of cologne, like you. To <laughs> be going to school, you're just like ten puffs of cologne. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you walk into history class fresh. <laughs> yeah, I always gotta be fresh. <laughs> um, all right. Well, time to close. Well, it, 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 that was a good shower talk. I, I'll have to reconsider things. You say. Let's see. Let's we'll see. All right. All right. Let's close this down. Uh, anything for first, else? For the first time, I decided to like mix it up. So, like, I have like you know like the white powder deodorant. Mm-hmm. And like I, I was never ever a fan of the spray deodorant, like you know, like just a little like. Oh yeah, no. Nah. But like, I decided to like give it like a little try. It's weird. I don't, I don't know if I like. It. I don't like the white powder either. What do you use? I use like just the normal smooth like the, gel deodorant. The gel stick. 
I'll, I'll, actually, I prefer the white deodorant. You prefer the what? The white deodorant. The powder? Yeah, the powder. Nah. It's too sticky. It's, it's too, like... Over, like over. What is gel? Gel. Gel's a stick. Gel, it's there. Nah, bro. You geeking. You finna say and something. Good. No. Well, I remember, okay. Let's see. Um, there was one time I ran out of deodorant. I think you gave me, like, some deodorant. Like, extra deodorant that you had. Like, three extra. <laughs> and they were, But they were, like, powder. So I was like, oh, I don't want to go to the store. Sure. And I think that was, like, actually the first time I did that. And it was just, like, it felt like I had to, like, I don't know. It, it didn't feel like I was clean. And, like, because it's very flaky. It's very flaky. And so it would always, like, you can always kind of see it coming off a little bit. You know, like, hmm. No, you're not applying it, right? It's just boom, boom, you're good. Like, it sticks to you, boom. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. So, yeah, the spray on deodorant, it's weird. Like, are you talking about, like, Axe? Or, like, Axe spray or something? Like, all those sprays? Old Spice? Yeah, just, just, like, the, just like those spray, yeah. Yeah, you can't be using that as, like, your main deodorant. No, it's no. disgusting. No. You can't. Um, yeah, I don't know. You got anything else? No, that's enough for hygiene talk. Keep continue, <laughs> continue, continue to wash your hands. Stay away from COVID. Oh, yeah, for sure. Be nasty. People just even wash their heads. Like, that's just a, no, the, the most nasty thing is like, you know, sometimes you'd be like in a public bathroom, like dudes would walk out there and just didn't wash their hands. I was like, how? Yeah, I, I saw that a lot at tech like especially you know that, that's kind of the business stereotype of you know old or like arrogant white men going <laughs> in the bathroom man it's like i there was one time i was washing my hands i saw someone in the urinal peeing just straight up just leave and then he was a typical blonde haired dude like, i was like okay you're not fitting you're not not helping your stereotype but oh i got i got one before before we wrap this up so like I've gotten this like lately. Like I I don't know why like girls like think this, but like after like we pee, like I've had people ask like, oh like do you wipe after you pee? And I was like, that's wild. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Interesting. I never like thought of that. I was like, I've never thought to just like, be like, be like, dabble, dabble. But I can see why girls would think that a little bit. That's funny. <laughs> just imagine like toilet paper by the urinal. <laughs> That's funny. Huh. Yeah. No. Oh, I do. I don't know why this is not a thing already where the bathroom doors it probably will happen now with the virus having something with your foot to opening the door mm-hmm. inside of the handle. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those like where you can open yeah. it with your foot? Yeah. Like so much better. Like that would maybe cure <laughs> the coronavirus, like <laughs> cure people from it. Cause it's like, there's so much germs 
on that bathroom handle yeah. so much. Um, well, I personally I always like get a, I usually like get the towel and I open yeah, it. Yeah, same. That's what like I do. I do it for like that. And like when I'm about to like walk out of the bathroom after I wash my hands, I just take that paper towel and like grab yeah. it. And so like to me, that's normal. And so when I see people like not even washing their hands, I'm like, wow, this is a, that's like two steps behind me. But I also think it's nasty. Like people just go in like public bathrooms, just squat their butt right on that nasty toilet. I'm like, nah, like that is never me. Can never be me. Wait, what? You don't. Hmm. So like, you don't, don't poop in public places? And I, if I do, I either one, I you know, I squat or I put toilet paper around the rim of the toilet, and then I'll sit. Interesting. And then hmm. I'll I'll flush the toilet with my foot. Well, yeah, that's normal. But, huh? Okay. Well, I poop in public public places. Can't. Can't. Hmm. Okay. Can't. You save it. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, okay. I'll try to hold. Hmm. Okay. You got anything else? No, there's no, enough of the hygiene talk. Yes, <laughs> I'll probably see you tomorrow. Right? What? I'll probably see what you tomorrow. It? Yeah, you will. Um, yeah. Party. Gathering. Social. Social. Social gathering. How many people... It's gonna be like less. It's gonna be like nine people. Eight. Eight. Good. Less than ten. CDC recommended. Wait, what? I said le- less than ten. CDC recommended. Mm. What time are you? What? I'm gonna wear a mask. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll text you. Um. Yeah, I have a couple sips of water at the party. No alcohol. I don't drink. But we'll see. Yeah. All right. So don't waste your time. You stay right, song, of the, song of the week. Uh yeah, song of the week. Shout outs. Song of the week. Uh shout not in music news to me. Lil Baby dropped two features in the world today. Um so that's cool. Also Really quick, Travis Scott. He is horrible at features, and amazing with his music. But like features, it's I've never like he's had a couple features in the past month, and I'm just like it doesn't do anything. So that's all I had. Um, song of the week. I don't know. Uh, do you have something? I'm trying uh, to think. Of- uh, uh, let's see. I've been playing the same things, to be honest. Same, like, I don't have a song of the week. <laughs> it's, I can't listen to new music anymore. I, when it's, I have to like be outside, you know. Like it's hard. Um, I'll just throw this out there. Jump. By the baby and NBA Young Boy. NBA Young Boy. Um, That's your favorite rapper right now, NBA Young Boy. No, 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 no. <laughs> Up there. But not, no, 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 no. Fine. <laughs> but yeah. You have anything? I have nothing for Song of the Week. I've been listening to the same same stuff. All right, listen. What's that song? 
the one that you sent me? Oh, just any song. Oh, Beethoven. Boy. A ba- oh, boy. A Beethoven. Uh, <laughs> Lil Wayne, uh, Lollipop. There we go. Lil Wayne, like six foot, seven foot. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Six foot, seven foot. Um, any shout outs? Um, Joe Rogan. Shout out Joe Rogan. Um, shout out. Shout out to sports. Hopefully they're on the comeback. You know, apparently uh, the NCAA said that they're going to allow college football and um, basketball and another sport to start practicing and stuff. So hopefully we're on the comeback of sports. Okay. Shout out to uh, Commissioner Roger Goodell for the Rooney Rule. We appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. All right. Well, thank you all for watching, listening, whoever. Uh, all right. Well, see you. I see you.